This is Sunday Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Husker Rewind here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. My name is Mike Melby. That is Mr. Tom Stevens. Hello. Thanks to Steve Sippola of Husker Online and Early Break with Sip and Jake and Bill Bush right here on 93.7 The Ticket for joining us on the Allo VIP line moments ago. If you'd like to chime in and be a part of the show, you can be. Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Heyman text line, or 402-464-5685. The text line has been hilarious so far. Uh, Walter, Dion, Scott, um, guys, I mean, this is, uh, it's, it's Are there good. Bever- it sounds like there's beverages involved. They, I'm thinking margaritas may have been flowing with oh, those three as well, man. But the, the, uh, awesome. Keep the text coming. Um, and then also, if you're watching... Uh, on the stream, we are streaming on Allo Channel 951. I understand that Tom and I's microphones, evidently, at least they're working. They can hear us on at, on Allo now, but it, they, they seem way overmodulated. Do they? Yeah. That, well, that's on Allo. I don't know what, how to make it not do that, but I'm yeah, not an you engineer. Think my, I've got it potted I up too high. I don't. I don't think you tell me on the needles. That's the important part it, in here. It doesn't look like it's overmodulated. So, yeah, it, I, I've always we're been still one working of those, the kinks out. So, so somebody's saying that. Yeah. That it's overmodulated. Okay. But that's on Allo. That that's only on Allo. The stream is fine. Okay, so that's where I. Well, there's I'll some turn kinks it down. To get worked out. If you're listening on Allo, I'll turn it down a little bit. Yeah, but uh, anyway, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, ninety three seven, the Ticket Broadcast. Every single show that we do, our live streams are on there. Go to the YouTube channel. Make sure you're a su- subscriber. Uh, unbelievable what uh, DP and Rebecca are doing here with uh, the Ticket live from eleventh and oh, gosh, almost eighteen hours some days. Yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, lots oh, of fun. Yeah, it's good Friday stuff. night, I went up to Omaha and watched Godsmack live in concert for the first time in a really long time. Well, actually, first time ever. I've never seen What did they come out in? About they came 90, out they came, 90 about 91 or 92. Okay. And um, they, it's their 25th. Well, no, it would have been uh, 97. Sorry, 97, 98. All right. Because it is their 25th anniversary tour this year. And they were good. It was a weird show. Solely talked for like 25 minutes of the hour and 45 they were on stage. Uh, but they were tight. It was good. Uh, super loud. Glad I got my new funky earphones that are fantastic. Used them at the Knoxville Nationals. But one of the things that I regretted not being able to go to on Friday because I went to the concert was opening night for Nebraska men's and women's basketball. And I, I'm just saying, focusing on the men's side right now, this is a team that I ha- I'm cautiously optimistic that we're going to be talking in February how no one expected Nebraska to be competing for one of the, the the buys in the Big Ten tournament. I can hear the yawn. I can hear the yawn in my headphones of people saying, yeah, you told me that before. I get it, but this team is so deep. Um, they can throw any lineup you want. You want to go gargantuan? You want to just go... Only guys that are six seven or six eight or taller on the floor. Yeah, Nebraska can do it. And they got like three really good ball handlers and three really good three point shooters. So yeah, let's play that game too. Sure. You want to go small ball? That's fine. We got two guys that are probably faster than anybody else on your team. And oh, by the way, we got this other dude named Casey Tomanaga who's gonna probably hit forty seven percent from three. I mean, this team could be the best Nebraska team that we have seen since Danny Knee left. I've heard the argument, yeah. Maybe so, but you don't have a guy like Derek Walker who can get to the hoop anytime he wants to. I, I counter that with, yeah, but Derek couldn't shoot uh, at a high range, and now you're replacing Derek with Rink Mask. I, I don't know that he's a guy that can get to the rim 
like Derek could, but who can, who could in college basketball, then you don't have uh, Sam Greasel. You don't have the Sam Greasel guy, the guy that can kind of back you down. It is so unselfish. It is able to dish out of that. He's a, you know, that big point guard. I, that's, I guess, what really concerns me is who is your point guard? Jamarcus Lawrence. And, and that, Fred, Fred said that. I, I, th- I think you're right. And that concerns me a little bit in that he's never played point guard. But if, if when you listen to what he's talked about in interviews uh, here in the preseason, he, he loved the fact that he was the point when they went over. So they went to Spain, right? Yeah. And you, you and I were talking about the fact that, well, what's happened to Jamarcus Lawrence? I mean, he's not scoring even in double digits. I mean, his game has completely fallen off. Well, it's because he was the facilitator. But he, he didn't re- have... He, re- remember, though, they, they did want Aaron... Euless to be the point guard, and then he got in some trouble, and I, now he's not going yeah, to I, be I, the point, point no, guard. No, and and Jerron Boogie Coleman, I believe, is a guy that could play the point as well. He played yeah. point at Ball State. Yep. Um, but at the end of the day, if if you're just saying, hey, you know what, Jamarcus is a guy that we talk. I don't care how it came about that you're going to have Jamarcus do it. But again, and and I go back to what Fred said in his uh, press conference earlier this week. Um, it's a positionless offense. Granted, we're going to have Jamarcus bringing the ball up and have the ball in his hands the majority of the time, but that doesn't mean Rick Mast isn't going to bring the ball up every once in a while. That doesn't mean right. Boogie Coleman's not. They that don't doesn't care. mean Casey. They don't care. They don't care who brings it up. And and they're going to run more than they did last year, regardless of the time of season. Earlier in the season with Bandamel and Gary not injured and out, they were very deliberate. Afterwards, they sped it up. They needed to uh, because they couldn't be as dominantly defensive minded as they were they because you lose two of the best defenders in the big 10 like two guys that would have been on the five in the all big 10 defensive team you just lost them so Mm -hmm. they had to speed it up they're going to play faster than they played the second half of last season this year i hope that they give case and as you mentioned positionless offense and that means everybody brings the ball up at one time or another it feels like i hope they give case tamanaga uh his chance to be that point guard, at least for a while. I don't want to see him play point guard all the time because I want to see him taking a lot of shots and running off screens. Uh, And if you watched any of the highlights from the qualifying for the Olympics, I mean, he, he went off and some of those videos that I, I, he scored, I think 16 points in four minutes, five minutes, something like that. Uh, It went nuts. And by the way, he's really bulked up. Uh, Casey looks much bigger. Obviously the much, the most heralded, uh, player on this team, I think would be Casey Tamanaga, but I, I, I just like the depth. Um, I, I think Eli Rice might surprise I, people. I was just going to say the guy that is going to shock people and surprise people because he's a true freshman is going to uh, be Eli Rice. Shawan Gary is back, uh, and I think that you know he's recovered from the shoulder injury that cost him the you know the last half of the season last year. I think Bryce Matthews could be a star, or Ma- Bryce Williams could be a star. Yeah, uh, they're. Actually, the most experienced team in the Big Ten coming yeah, in that's this year. The, that, that's the thing. Get old and stay old. Guess uh, what? We were old last year. We got older. I think you're going to be happy that C.J. Wiltshire came back uh, and is another year older and maybe has taken over the one of the leadership roles of this team. I think he's he, two years ago he shot really well. Last year he took uh, you know, maybe a, a step back a, a from step three. Back. Yeah, for sure. But, but he, he expanded his game. That's right. He was he was more apt to go to the rim and get to the rim and and make shots. I thought he became a better overall player. And the guy that we overlook all the time is Sam Hoiberg, who I think he won't be on the floor all the time. But 
Watch at the end of games how often Sam Hoiberg is going to be on the floor because he can make free throws and he always makes the right play. That and the guy that we haven't mentioned yet, uh, Matar Diop. Yeah. True freshman. I, I literally am like, ah, they, this, he's got three or four years experience Probably the basketball. most athletic dude on and, the field. And, and it was one where I'm like, okay, so they redshirt him and you hope by the time he's a, a redshirt junior that he can give you six minutes a game. Well, guess what? <laughs> the dude can do like he just simply doesn't have any post moves and doesn't have whatever to, to oh. compete at this level because he's only played the game for four or five years. Mm-hmm. His athleticism, you heard Hoiberg talk about it. He said, I've never played with or had a guy that I've coached that has his athleticism. Yes, yeah, so we've mentioned probably eight, nine guys. We haven't even gotten to uh, Josiah Alec, who I think will be valuable on this team, maybe the best rebounder on this team. Josiah Alec is a guy that I, I, I don't know. I'm not saying that he should go do it, but he, he would be the one that I would say, yeah, I could see him fighting in the MMA. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just just a scrappy guy. And he out, has like, your hair. He has a yeah, lot of hair. His, he, he's a dude that I literally will take off my cap and tip it. He's got way better <laughs> hair than I do. The guy that I'm a little worried about that I think they need for the Big Ten and for Big Ten centers is Blaze Keita. He still isn't there yet. Uh, He's been walking in a boot, it feels like, for a year uh, and still hasn't completely recovered. I hope that he does. Uh, It feels like an injury that has just lingered and lingered and lingered uh, and hasn't gotten much better. I hope that he's available this season. They're about a week and a half out, from my understanding, of getting another scan on that ankle to see how it is healing. Um, And, and, I mean, bottom line, right now, the way it sits, I don't know if he's a guy that's going to be able to play this year because of the injury. Um, th- I really hope he can. I, I, I do too. I, and I, I hope it's not a, at 85%. I hope it's he's 100% and he can play and not have to worry about anything. There were a few games where th- the, the thing that makes him so valuable is you put him out there and you don't need to double whoever you're guarding uh, in the Big Ten because he can guard them and block shots and rebound. He had a couple of games that he was 10-plus rebounds uh, and only played 10 to 15 minutes. Didn't he have a double-double? He did. Game where he, had like, he did. He did. He had... Five dunks, a layup, and like eleven boards. Yeah, I mean he uh, he in, in nine minutes. Uh, he and Diop both are not going to be guys that shoot threes, uh, nor do you want them to. Uh, but they can rebound, play defense, and guard bigs in the Big Ten, and yeah. uh, you need that. And to the point of you don't have a Derek Walker that can finish, you know, at seventy percent around the rim and get a shot anytime, whatever. And, and he was ambidextrous with the way he shot too. Yeah, he was amazing, which was so. And and you, boy, you talk about arm angles with quarterbacks. Boy, his release angle, he could he could straight yeah. up shoot, shoot, you know, within 10 feet. He could scoop, he could overhand, he could windmill, he could yeah. behind, like, both hands. He had every yeah. move. I get it, Rick Mass probably doesn't have that, yet there were times there were three guys surrounding Derek Walker in the paint because they were laying off everybody else because what are you going to do? And well, the thing about now, Mass, Rick Mass gets to go out to the three-point line and hit 37%. And if you foul him, he's going to make free throws, yeah. where Derek sometimes struggled. Uh, at the free throw line. Yeah. Uh, Strick helped him a lot. Remember, we, we talked to oh, Strick yeah. a lot about that on the air. He really helped him. And, he, and I think that uh, Derek went through a time where he was making free throws at a you know 75% clip, and then he kind of trailed off again toward the end of the season. I don't think he, Mask is ever going to have that problem. He's going to be 75-plus all the when time. When you look at the guys that came in and the way they have shot free throws in their career, wherever they've been, whether it be Bradley, whether it be Ball State, or... Uh, New Mexico or UMKC, where any of these guys came from, they all shoot 75 or better percent from the line. Um, and and that's been a weird bugaboo for a couple of Fred Hoiberg teams. That first team couldn't hit a free throw to save their uh, lives. Um, the second year, almost the same thing. Third year, 
you were like, oh, and that's what a free throw line is. Right. Okay. And you never thought a Fred Hoiberg coach team would ever have that problem exactly. shooting or making free throws. I yeah, mean, and that's kind of what he does. Last year was a little weird. I mean, Casey was, gosh, what was he, 19 of his first 19 before he yeah. finally missed one? Uh, he still shot just under 90% on the year. I think and, he's going to have a great year. I just think he's going to have a great year. Not 20, but I think he's going to give you 14 a game. I really do. Preseason quote of the year. Um, about when he was talking, uh, when Fred Hoiberg was talking about tempering Casey's uh, workload once he got back from overseas, and he said, you know, we've kind of held him back because he, you know, get the batteries recharged and all that. He goes, but it makes no difference if he's in the gym. He is just as as outgoing and bright and and positive as anybody, and and he just yells nonstop. A lot of the times, you don't know what the heck he's saying, but he's still talking. <laughs> I still love that video. Remember, he gets off the plane from Japan. Yeah, when he first got here. And he's got the backpack on. Yeah. And he they, they give him a basketball, and, and Fred's just feeding him nonstop, and he hit like 10 in a row. No, he, he was sitting down on the bench. Yeah. And and he he sat down and was kind of taking in the, the practice facility. Actually, I think they were at PBA. Yeah. And, I think and you're he, right. he's taking it in. He literally has set foot in Nebraska for the first time in his life. He just got off the plane. He's sitting on the bench, and Hoiberg throws him a ball. He doesn't take off his backpack. He doesn't stand up, and he hits five in a row. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for Husker basketball. I, I would settle for the NIT, but I, I, I have good feelings about this team uh, this year. I've always been wrong, so who knows? <laughs> I'm right there with you. Uh, Big Ten Blitz, Mike Melby, Tom Stevens will cover every team in the Big Ten and then rank the teams next.